Women in Cybersecurity For a long time, these two terms together was quite unheard of. Here to challenge that very ideology, we have Sri Priya Chalakkal, who strongly believes that the cybersecurity workforce needs women to grow and thrive. She is currently a security analyst at Siemens Product Cert, where she focuses on vulnerability handling and incident response. She is a member of Team Shakti, a group of budding young female minds who have joined together to bring about a change in the field of cybersecurity. And she's a founding member of ShaktiCon, a women-only global cybersecurity conference. She recently provided humanitarian services to the Ukrainian refugees at the Polish border in collaboration with the Embracing the World organization, an initiative on the Mata Amradanandamai Devi. So, needless to say, she has shattered the glass ceiling, inspiring women, including me, to aspire for more. Welcome to the Amphos Podcast. Welcome Shri Priya Chechi to the Amphos Podcast. Uh, so glad to have you here. How are you? How is everything in Germany? Yeah, first of all, thanks to Anushka and Yash for um, arranging this whole thing. This is really awesome. Um, it's quite cold here in Germany. Um, <laughs> nothing special to say, but it's still sunny. So there is some sun and light and bright and shiny. Yeah. And it's a Sunday, so it's a nice okay. day. <laughs> yeah, even here in like Pune is where I live. So I have like a little bit of rain over here. I think in South India, it's really... It's really yeah. flooding. There, My hometown, it's, yeah, it's raining like anything there, yeah. Oh, okay. How, how is it in your place, Yash? Yeah, so my place, I live in Dehradun, Uttarakhand. So right now, the monsoons are just kind of retreating. So it's partially cloudy, but not really rainy over here. Oh, okay, okay. Okay. Yeah, something mm-hmm. on those lines. So how is your work and everything, JJ? Like, are you being able to adapt to this online kind of situation? Oh, uh, yeah, yeah, actually, uh, it's really going great. Uh, it's nice to have an online working situation because you can have your daily routine. So my previous work, which I used to do, had a lot of travel and I couldn't really plan beyond more than one week uh, because it keeps changing and it was very um, spontaneous. But right now you pretty much know what you're going to do for the next two, three months because you are just at home. <laughs> Uh, there won't be like unprecedented travels coming up so it's really cool and you can have a routine and yeah have extra uh, yeah extra work activities not curricular but for work it's yeah so that way it's nice I'm enjoying it nice okay we're I'm kind of crossing my fingers just hoping that college opens because we haven't like at least I haven't seen the college um, until now yeah uh, Yash has seen the college a little bit but when did the college really close at your time? Like what yeah, year? So it closed around 2020, like just the beginning of 2020, around so April, I think. Second year, is it? Or third? Yeah, just yeah, oh. the last sem, the fourth sem, basically. Oh, okay, okay. So yeah, something like that. So I'm just really hoping that it opens. Fingers yeah, crossed for November. Very, really very strange to imagine that, mm-hmm. yeah, you haven't seen the university yet. And that's, <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> Um, yeah. it's the best part of your life and I hope that the 
time changes and you get to be in the college and meet everyone and yeah have a good yeah. time there great so uh, i wanted to ask you how was the club in your time um i think it was pretty um you know in its early stages the uh, amphos club so how was it yeah um, how did it really function in your time back then yeah so um, back in those days it was not as organized uh, like it is right now where you have like a recruitment process you have um people giving very formal introductions and um yeah um very very good very well structured process in which the second years and third years would yeah guide the first years which is really fantastic to to see how the um club has evolved but back in those days it was not that way um it was pretty much like very few um uh, number of people um going always behind vipin sir and asking him what to do next and he would just suggest something um yeah but it was also very a lot of sweet memories because a bunch of us staying back at the university after academic work um and then yeah going and eating outside together um and also for um, so we used to live in the ashram side uh, of the university hostel um so yeah girls were not allowed to stay for um really long hours so yeah then we had to get permission from amma directly going there and he she said that okay um if you have someone to take care of you um, like to bring you back uh, you could stay as 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 long as you want and then vipin sir would stay with us until uh, 10 o'clock 11 o'clock every single day every single night and he would sometimes even carry our bags back um to the so it was more like a, you know um it it was fun and it was more like a guardian taking care of um his yeah children so it was more like a family atmosphere even though we were far away from home it felt home uh, at the university and with amphos club yeah okay that's really nice yeah chichi so like you mentioned you have a lot of sweet memories right there so like what was your say sweetest memory of the club at that time oh <laughs> uh actually this is not a sweet memory but now that i think about it i find it really sweet um back then i used to um be the person who handles locking the room um after everybody leaves the lab um so we used to close to the um cir department room yeah I, i don't know if my college now college might have changed but um there was one lab and i was to ensure that everybody after everybody leave i have to lock the lab and keep the key with me uh and uh i lost the key <laughs> Uh, and next day when everybody wanted to get into the room they couldn't um and vipin sir for the first time he was so angry he scolded me left and right saying um you should have so so you are given the key because you have to be responsible and you should know how to take care of things um it's not about taking things for granted and yeah he was really pissed uh, well he was not really pissed because other people who come to him right then he was very happy and smiling to them <laughs> but he was really shouting at me 
um luckily i also had another friend savita um she was also partially responsible for taking care of the keys so <laughs> we were both at the receiving end and then i remember going so uh, i was kicked out of the lab so i was not allowed to enter the lab uh, they ha- they found a spare key so someone had to go to column and get a duplicate key and they finally managed to work around but then we were not allowed in the lab for like one week or two weeks and it was very sad and depressing and on the side i was sitting and crying you know <laughs> and then we pins i came and um told don't worry um yeah he he was just um he was just fine so after after a while it's just a uh, learning that you have to but yeah thinking about it right now it's it's very sweet um learning lessons at that time um and late after that i never lost the key so i was very responsible and always making sure i don't lose things <laughs> but yeah yeah that's nice <laughs> so chechi like um i heard from somya chechi that was the uh, guest that we had last podcast uh, she mm-hmm. talked uh, to us a little bit about how you started shaktikon um along mm-hmm. with pepinsar in the club so could you tell us a little bit about what the idea was behind that and what really inspired um you to start it up uh yeah so shakti con as you might know um is a conference um mainly for uh, women uh, to bring more women into the field of cybersecurity uh but i personally don't think it's not just only about cybersecurity it's also very much applicable for uh yeah women in technology uh, field in general uh because um, yeah most of the conferences i go um i i am in the cybersecurity industry but most of the conferences i go um it's very often the case that there are very less women um uh, in in such conferences especially if it's like a very nerdy hacker thing <laughs> uh, then you will not find really a lot of girls uh, to hang out with and yeah it's also often the case that you the environment is not really um extremely friendly for very beginners um to feel at place um and um me personally so there was another um uh, uh, a community which was called black hoodie which is based in europe um primarily uh, that they used to have these women only workshops uh, where women could come and then learn reverse engineering or um, yeah these kind of um security related topics and when we when i went there it's for the first time that i felt um like the conference or the workshop never ended because usually i'm looking at the time okay i would like to go back i'm just yeah you know if you are not able to socialize too much Uh, okay the technical talks are nice but after a while your brain is just fried you can't listen too much and um like so many talks in parallel so you want to have that social uh, interactions and so on and then i also make the effort to do that in regular conferences but it's not that i enjoyed so much because i'm always very conscious and i have to yeah present myself and so on but for me i felt very comfortable um in a in, in a place like black hoodie where it was only women only and people who are shy or introvert or whatever so um who had difficulties to get started whatever and i felt very comfortable and just be myself and also make friends and it was faster there um and i thought um yeah it might be nice to have um 
also this extended to india and have something more um, sustainable and um, yeah uh, which will have an impact that was the initial idea to begin with something like shakti con and we also had the team shakti group um, who were preparing for ctfs uh, as a women only team um yeah it, it, the the main idea is not just really um creating a separation like women only should do this and that it's not the it's that's definitely not the purpose um it's more uh, to promote um you know a much better integration so that if, especially women in the very beginner fields um if you give a, a slow push um it it really helps them um in their journey later um this is my experience so it need not be the case with uh, everybody <laughs> it need not be the same in all cultures it could be different but um i think it it would really help so um that was the idea behind shakti con and um the cool thing was there were so many people who thought like this uh who were very um yeah very happy to hear um an idea like this and they were openly coming and support supporting us so shakti con um, we just only had one edition and it i would say it was a great success with um really a lot of uh, very interesting speakers from a variety of different um organizations and companies and industries and what not uh, joining us um this year i uh, i i would also like to have like a fast track uh, on this uh, not to keep it just only for uh, security but also to extend it um and also uh, with online talks uh, to limit it just the technical topics at least just to limit it for women was not really very practical so we also opened it for anybody interested um just that the speakers are primarily uh, women so that it's more like a role model so that women feel yeah it's totally different thing when it's online um the on site events are way more impactful when it's women only but online events it's okay to be uh, more uh, open yeah so that's that's pretty much really a long introduction to shakti kaur you feel free to cut down whatever you did not like no <laughs> oh, that's fantastic no no that's a good insight into how Shaktikon really started i think that's really nice so mm-hmm. were there like you mentioned this whole story behind shaktikon and what went into the process of starting it were there any obstacles that you faced while um you know making this conference or turning into a success for it to turn into a success were there any obstacles um, or or anything Yeah so we we did not really begin with um Shakti Con as a mass mega conference in mind we mm-hmm. so we just had the initial plan to have one CTF which was Shakti CTF uh, that was supposed to happen in December as a one or two day women only CTF Mm, and then it kind of um, yeah vipin sir <laughs> is the person behind it so he wanted to extend it keep it like a 2 3 months thing where you have talks um, and speakers coming um, and giving trainings and also give opportunity for um, team shakti members also to give start giving trainings um, to get some exposure so we kind of extended it um, to additional one or two months with some trainings 
Um, and then we thought, okay, let's have like a finale thing with <laughs> like real proper conference uh, set up with two or three days um, dedicated talks uh, and different tracks. And I, I must say, Ashwin Chinoy, uh, I think he's also um, in FOSS. Um, he was also helping out really so much with the website, uh, building it. Um, and, and we also had support from so many members from uh, Amphos. Um, Swati, uh, yeah, I don't remember the names. I will miss out if I start saying names. But yeah, we, we had a lot of support from all the students as well in building this um, and setting this up. Um, it was an overall learning um, for all of us who were involved. And it was also a great opportunity for the students to build direct contact with um, yeah, people who are experienced in the field. Um, yeah, you know, even just to have a call and test call and, you know, interactive sessions like this, um, it was nice that way. So, yeah, um, obstacles, yeah, there, there were so many things going down. <laughs> but uh, everything, that, that's normal. I, I wouldn't see anything like a negative thing uh, yeah, there were minor obstacles, but there was a lot of support as well. So, yeah. That's really nice. So, yeah. So, like, um, organizing an event completely from scratch is, like, a really great thing. Like, a lot of people try to do that. And while doing this, like, we see Shakti on itself, like, you would have so many, like, sponsors, so many speakers from everywhere. So, like, what would be your advice to, like, go about uh, talking to people and, like, actually making them come and speak for a conference, like, for any event which is, like, being hosted for the first time? So how would you recommend going about that? Uh, okay. Um, so, so first of all, you have to do some research on who are some genuine people who are interested in the cause. Um, and... Yeah, there are all sorts of people, uh, but yeah, at least with ShaktiCon, we had the case that um, some of us had direct contacts with some of the speakers. So they were friends and um, yeah, it was, we knew each other and then we could, yeah, just ask, hey, could you give us a talk here uh, for ShaktiCon? And many people who came like that. But we also had uh, people who are totally uh, new. And uh, approaching them, it's yeah, it's pretty much uh, there is a big luck factor where you try to approach them and present this idea. Okay, I have uh, we are working on a conference um, with the yeah, this is the agenda. Uh, would you also like to join this? And yeah, usually uh, base well most of the so building the first. Um, set of cool speakers is a tough job um, you have to uh, you know the first five let's say and then when you have some really um, good speakers it's also interesting for other speakers because they also want to be part of it and because they know that there will be some students and um, uh, yeah it, there is some reach for this program um, for yeah, as far as, far as ShaktiCon is considered, um, our focus was also on um, how many people is it impacting? Because that's the that's the real thing that matters, isn't it? Um, uh, how many students, even if there is like one student who really uh, felt 
like, okay, I want to pursue cybersecurity as my career. Um, this is really cool. Um, that's a great achievement. Um, so um, we genuinely try to uh, try to do a lot of... So it's not just only about the speakers. That's what I wanted to say. Um, so we, we try to find some first four or five really cool speakers. And then um, we uh, really channeled a lot of... Um, effort on the on the student community um on the students where it actually reached so we tried mailing like really hundreds of schools um we tried calling up uh, people uh, hey we have a conference because um yeah one of the major challenge um especially bringing more women into the field of cybersecurity you offer a free training um in cybersecurity any any topic you will very often find that 90% of the seats are filled with boys and there will be very less girls uh, joining. Um, uh, and this this was really a challenge. So we had to uh, go around and call and the awareness has to be built and try to bring more uh, women to join this. Uh, I wouldn't say we are 100% successful as such, <laughs> but... Um, yeah, it, 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 as we said, it was a learning process. So we tried our best. We tried um, gathering as much information as possible. We also looked for uh, women-only groups uh, all over the world um, and tried to individually reach out to the contacts uh, of them. Um, sometimes you are lucky, so sometimes you're not. So you send out 100 emails, you will get two response, three response, <laughs> but that's normal. So uh, <laughs> you you will know it when you start, uh, yeah, organizing something. Cool. Yeah, I think I must um, can imagine, I guess, how hard it is to get, you know, people on board, especially when you have such a new idea and sort of try to convince them and you know, encourage them to kind of come on to the project. Must be, must have been pretty hard. I think. Yeah, uh, yeah it's uh, as I said, it's 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 pretty much about luck. Uh, mm -hmm. yeah. You cannot be really uh, attached to the goal. So I want to have I want to have this particular person giving a talk, and then the person say no, I cannot. Well, yeah, they cannot. <laughs> And you cannot be uh, you cannot be so focused on the result that's not on your hand. But as long as you you are just passionate and uh, putting all your effort on the work, um, you are content and satisfied inside. And I think that's that's all what what's in your hand. Um, you try your best and you see, uh, yeah, some little results. That's that's good enough. Yeah. Nice. So, uh, Chechi, you mentioned um, how you initially were, you know, were um, hesitant to sort of ask questions in a general cybersecurity conference. Um, and then Black Hoodie kind of was a better experience because um, it was an all-woman conference, right? So is there anything mm -hmm. that you would like to um, tell to the aspiring women in technology how they could um, make a career? in the uh, field of tech or you could uplift themselves in these sort of scenarios? Um, yeah, so, okay, like a message to women. Uh, I would say um, 
first and foremost to to be successful in any field for anybody is to have passion uh, for the subject um uh, and yeah the only thing which i could tell women is that cybersecurity or computer science in general is definitely a field which is suited for women um and there is nothing which you should yeah that should pull you back uh, like this is that should make you think that this is not a field for you um i think in india it's really not um there is not this strong difference because we have the it hub there and so many people doing it uh, and there is no big difference with um men and women not getting into the field it's it's more more open but maybe in india uh, when you go higher up the um, roles so you join an industry and then you want to go up and up usually women have to take over the family um yeah um, the family structure and they have so somebody should do it of course and uh, they usually end up not having time and um, that's when the then the imbalance begins um but uh, in europe uh, or also in the west i have often seen that um women don't pursue um science fields um um right yeah right from their bachelor degrees um i i have been uh, in the uh, in my computer science final year uh, of my bachelor's i did it in italy in a university in trento and i remember being in a class of 120 students um and the professor was teaching formal methods uh, or some something like that uh, and there were four four girls in the class of 120 <laughs> women and i would um, raise my hand to ask a question and the whole class would turn and look at me <laughs> this was not very <laughs> pleasant uh, but of course uh, there were there was too many differences in the class because i was also a foreigner and yeah uh, not just being a woman but uh, this is more uh, this separation can be seen more um yeah more stronger um uh, also in my masters it was the same experience where i did my masters in cybersecurity and um we we had less women in class uh, but this is not my experience in india so <laughs> there are some differences but in general i i i feel that this is a field which is very very much suited for women um and um nothing should hold you back and you should uh, move forward and yeah it's really a lot of fun and a lot of interesting things to learn and also you feel self sufficient you can earn a lot of money <laughs> uh what not um and yeah i mean i don't have any inspiring message or um <laughs> uh inspiring message to share but um, yeah just a simple thing this is a cool field please join and that's it <laughs> yeah yeah that was a really great uh, like that was really good advice you see yeah and like especially like you mentioned that like there were few people and still yet you asked questions like that's an amazing thing asking questions is i feel one of the most important things whenever you get started with a new field anywhere yeah so, actually i must say that um my um my 
experience at these clubs, like being at uh, Amphos and uh, Bios, um, really gave me a lot of self-confidence um, in the end. And in the end, that's actually really what matters because you should be, if you want to feel confident, you should know things. <laughs> so that's another part of it. So you should have the skill uh, and... Uh, to have the skill, you have to work hard. So it's not a thing which you will get in one day. Um, you, so students at Amphos or at Bios, they spend every single day in the evenings working really hard uh, to build that skill. And then once you have the skill, self-confidence is just automatic. So, yeah, but but one sad thing which I see is that students keep comparing um, to other students and then still feel low. Okay, I'm not good enough. That That's the wrong path to take. But if you are spending your time wisely, um, um, uh, preparing yourself, making yourself a better self uh, and improving your skills, you should you automatically feel really confident. And then when you are confident, wherever you go, it doesn't matter, any place you go, it will it will really help you and it will help you stand out. Uh, because, yeah, this is, not, uh, this is not a marketing stunt that you are doing. You are really skilled and you have the passion and you, yeah, you know things. And yeah, that, that really makes a difference. And the world needs uh, skilled people in these specific fields because... Um, so many things is going online. Um, even even normal economy, normal people are using technology at a really um, vast. Um, it's, it's an everyday thing. So that means it's having impact on the lives of so many people. So um, this is definitely, um, yeah, a field which is... Um, uh, having a, a great impact on the society. So it's also like a social responsibility, uh, people who are working on tech fields, um, to have strong skills. So, yeah, um, to, to be able to write really good code and to make them secure, um, both are like a basic need. I would say like food, water, drinking and shelter. <laughs> good code is also like a basic necessity uh, in a time like today so Chechi uh, what really so now that we're talking about tech fields in general what really inspired you to get into cybersecurity? security um, yeah uh, well uh, after finishing my 12th grade everybody did engineering so I also did wanted to do engineering and that's how I ended up it was not like a very strong decision or a passion that drive me to take computer science uh, yeah um, in my school computer science was one of the easiest subjects so I, I just prefer to uh, stick with something easy uh, but I, I would say, um, yeah, meeting Vipin sir and being part of these clubs kind of changed my life and um, the way how I view um, learning in general. Uh, and also, uh, yeah, also some interactions with Amma, uh, the chancellor of the university. I, I remember once going to her and asking... Um, uh, what what is the right time to study? I am um, you know so that everything goes into my brain directly, <laughs> and I score good grades. 
and amma told me that um the time does not really matter it's the love for the subject that really matters and once you have the love uh, any time you will be able to study um and that was really uh, an amazing um perspective and which i also try to practice um that you should be able to um yeah develop the passion and this is something which you can um really work on so there is some nothing like i really hate this i don't know this i don't want to do this um you it, uh, you can really try to improve um the way how you look at things if you are a little bit open um and develop the passion for the specific subject um the more you try to learn a specific thing and try to get good good at it it's a slow process but after a while you will automatically start loving it uh, and once you are successful in developing that passion you yeah you pretty much become really good at it so yeah yeah so teach like amma gave this advice so like is there like anything that you wish that you had known like before you started out in the uh, technology field ah uh, okay it's okay you can take it and take not a problem <laughs> that i knew before um not not really <laughs> hi i am actually very very thankful and grateful for everything that happened um since the time i joined the club because so many students don't have this uh, you know they don't have this right guidance at the right time and you have to be extremely lucky to get this kind of environment around you um to um, you know to become what you are um so so i am like extra this is like the best thing that happened to me that i am not able to find oh i did not have that <laughs> not there was nothing like this uh, so i think it's really awesome the way i got how i got into this club and the way how i progressed and looking back i am i'm actually sometimes even more proud uh, um the way how i was during the my club because i used to do so much now i am a little bit more lazy <laughs> i i try to discipline and do things better but um, yeah actually being at the club was really really awesome because you have that environment you have the friends um and the energy and yeah um, there is nothing which i regret that i did not get at that time nice so cheji there is one question i really wanted to ask you there is one video on youtube that's very famous um it talk you in the video you talk about um how cybersecurity is and uh, what ah, yeah the one in the backwaters yeah exactly <laughs> yeah. Now, what was it like filming that like you were on a boat and you were going through the river yeah. how was that experience of filming it in general um so i i wrote the script for it one now today in advance and i practiced it so many times so this was not spontaneous things which i told in that video <laughs> um but yeah um those were also students actually like you um and i think they were uh, doing media communication and so they they also had um yeah some some knowledge in the way to handle the camera and so on uh and oh, this was filmed by students 
in the college yeah it was filmed by students uh, they were studying media and communication so okay <laughs> it was not like a professional uh, thing and yeah professional <laughs> <laughs> yeah and uh, there is nothing special so we are just going on the backwaters and they asked me questions and i kept repeating the same things uh, with a lot of flaws but they i think they edited very well yeah that's nice which year was this i mean when which year when? were you when this was filmed yeah or were you were you already graduated by then yeah yeah i was already working um oh, okay so three years back three years or four years back probably okay. three years yeah hmm. cool yes <laughs> um so yeah so you yeah. should also prepare for something like that in two years there will be students take you in backwaters asking hey <laughs> yeah i think that's it's for yeah show that he's got to graduate so yeah you should get okay. ready for this <laughs> so jj is there any um future advice for anyone watching regarding you know their careers or anything like that something that they should keep in mind anything uh, yeah so um in general don't be very limited to your academics um you should explore things outside um and being part of clubs like this is is um really valuable and you will not find this everywhere else so th- this is advice for the students who are already um part of the club um but for anyone else uh, outside there are, we are also doing a lot of um events um uh, where students get to yeah like um workshops and yeah talks and seminars uh, where they also get to learn something and even something like shaktikon for example um it's open to all so um yeah we are also living in a hard time uh, overall where students are just limited to their rooms and houses and i just hope that this this is over soon and they get to experience the campus life and yeah be with everyone so all the best and good luck <laughs> maybe maybe just uh, yeah do your best in taking care of your health um build a routine um that's the most important thing because it's it, you should be able to keep yourself positive um and motivation does not just come from the sky it has to be built um you have to put effort so for that you should eat good food uh, everything you know whatever you watch like the, if you're watching there's so much negative um um stuff in netflix and amazon prime every single video and movie that comes out now is like a psycho movie <laughs> i don't know why <laughs> but you keep watching this you feel so negative and um yeah you you have to this is something which um which is a problem for people in tech because they are always in with computers with phones and um yeah uh, take care of your mental health and be very cautious on what you watch and um what you eat and how how you how you spend your whole day um you are working on code you are trying to build something yes uh, all the time on computer but also make sure that you have a uh, time outside where you do some exercise maybe yoga or meditation and eat healthy food and on time and so on 
this really makes a huge difference because um yeah you already have all the skill that you need but to make it really beneficial for the world you should also have the health <laughs> otherwise yeah otherwise it's skill that's getting wasted <laughs> so um yeah to to make, become better leaders of tomorrow you should also focus on your health so yes yeah chichi so actually recently vipin sir started um like vipin sir also focuses a lot on health so recently we actually started online yoga classes like a bunch of us get into a google meet with um a yoga teacher from the ashram anu sir he teaches us every day from around 4 to 5 and we all practice yoga in a call together so yeah, yeah that's I, really i think great. i yeah uh i think i also joined uh, these calls um one or two times but i also tried to do yoga daily so yeah it really makes a difference <laughs> yeah actually while we were in the university we used to have uh, daily compulsory yoga classes <laughs> where you have to go and learn something uh, but that's missing now so yeah it's nice that at least there is some online yeah sessions was yoga also part like part of the university like when you were uh, we did have um only for the first years actually um, and okay. after that it's up to you but we were also living in the ashram side back then um mm-hmm. so we had instructors uh, from the ashram who are like trained for uh, giving yoga trainings and um meditation but yeah we have to wake up at 6 o'clock our host, hostel is here and the yoga center is there we have to go all together and then be on shavasana there and sleep but <laughs> it was fun nice that's nice so um okay so it's been 40 minutes i think i don't want to delay your lunch timo so do you have yeah Can we wrap so, up? Yeah, if we, yeah. Sorry? Can can we wrap it up? Is it okay? Yes, yes. Please, please. Cool, cool. Okay. So, yeah, you can go ahead. Yeah. So, Chichi, thanks a lot for coming today and spending your time with us. It is really great to talk to our alumni and like the people who actually established the club to what it is now and learn from you. And now you are working on like the next generation of establishing ShaktiCon and all that. So, it was really great talking to you. And thanks a lot for coming. Thank you so yeah, much. Thanks to you both too for spending this time and organizing this whole thing. All the very best. Thank you. Thank you, Tichi. Bye-bye. Bye, Tichi. Bye. I hope you enjoyed listening to this podcast as much as we did hosting it. We release our podcasts weekly. So don't forget to tune in next week for our upcoming podcast with our next surprise guest. Happy listening.